I was driving along, minding my own business, when my dashboard lit up like a Las Vegas slot machine after hitting triple sevens. Next, it sounded as if I was driving on a gravel country road when I was actually on a paved highway. I instinctively pulled over into a deserted parking lot with my youngest daughter asleep in the back seat and my oldest daughter expecting me to pick her up at school. I needed a solution fast. Now, I have no mechanical competency, so I reached for my trusty AAA card and then dialed the 800 number. Based on customer service encounters from other companies, I anticipated all the possible information a representative might want from me. Account number, home address, additional forms of identification. I don't know, perhaps they demand my social security number, perhaps my passport, copy of my birth certificate, or fingerprints. I was ready for the typical customer service encounter. Then she answered my call. This is Rich, and it's time to revive your work. Thank you for calling AAA. This is Margie. Are you in a safe place? Wait, did you get that? Before demanding I identify myself, she asked, Are you in a safe place? That changed everything. I transformed from nervous and edgy to calm and compliant. Rather than being defensive, aggressive, or even combative if necessary, I was suddenly willing and receptive to hear whatever Margie had to say we began our collaborative process that fixed my problem and solidified my long-term loyalty as a dues-paying AAA member. This all happened because AAA decided to carefully choose their first words. Words that demonstrate they care and they understand. Words that communicate This is about you. So what's the lesson teaching us here about the human condition? See, we often underestimate the power of first words. Words we start with set the intention and tone of our interaction with others and ourselves. So today, let's consider how first words matter in our professional and personal lives. First, professional lives. How about with customers? Now, when engaging customers, most organizations' first words, whether written or spoken, are company-centric rather than customer-centric. Think about it. Are the first words your customer encounters about you, about information you need, stuff you want, or Are you thoughtful enough to make those first words about them? Much like, are you in a safe place? If a customer takes the time to connect with you, either by phone or online, they want help. Help to buy something, 
or fix something. Start by considering what might be on their mind. What might their emotional state be? Excited? Fearful? And then speak to that mindset or emotion as quickly as possible. Here's another thought. If I call your company and your first words aren't human at all, if it's a robotic voice marching me through a complicated maze of prompts and commands, well, you've already lost me. It's obvious that you view me as a number and efficiency is your primary objective. And expect me to be on the lookout for a way to give my money to one of your competitors the first chance I get. What are the first words your customers hear? Really, do you know what they are? Have you given it much thought or consideration? Do the words put them on edge? Put them on the defensive? Have them pleading their case? Or do they cause them to relax? To breathe easy and be thankful that they give you their money. Okay, at work, let's shift our perspective to teammates. Now, most corporate meetings start with words focused on what's wrong, missing, lacking, or broken. We have a client whose team objectives are color coded based on how they're performing. So, red means below target. Yellow means on target. Green means above target. And they've told us about how first words in their meetings are inevitably aimed at red. Red, which is below target, gets their first and often their only attention. As if there's no value in discussing the green. Why not start a meeting Focus on what's going well and discuss what's causing that. In other words, there's tremendous value in understanding what's creating successful outcomes and then determine how to replicate that. Also, we know from research that starting a meeting from an optimistic perspective puts the brain in a positive state and our brain at positive is 31% more productive than negative, neutral, or stress first words at your meeting make a difference. For our weekly staff meetings, we've taken this seriously. Our first words are team prayer, followed by individual affirmations. We do this to get us in an optimal head and heart space. You see, the soil for innovation and creativity and solution finding is not negativity or oppression. It's optimism. Once we do this, we're ready to tackle our objectives, our challenges, and even fix mistakes. Now, let's shift to our personal life. Like most of these podcasts and the work we do with clients, these ideas are transferable principles. So how are people in your personal life being impacted by first words? What's the first words out of your mouth as you greet loved ones in the morning? What are your first words after the workday is complete? What are your first final words to those you love to close your day out? 
When I return from a client visit, Sarah's habit is to greet me in the garage with a smile. So her first words are to be present and provide a welcoming gesture. I appreciate and look forward to that. How about you? Literally, I mean, what's your self-talk when you rise and get out of bed? If you're allowing the media to give you first words, that's harmful and dangerous. How do you have a positive self-influence by deciding your first self-thought? The first words from the AAA representative impacted me for good, and I'm grateful they were thoughtful and intentional with their selection. It's also important to recognize that my call wasn't some random one-off experience that only Margie used. It was planned. It's a strategy. And it worked. It worked for several reasons connected to the human condition. They got it. And more importantly, they got me. That's why I still talk about my experience today. And that's the power of first words. They're so powerful, we can't leave them to chance. So who's talking about their interactions with you? Who are you impacting for the better by giving the gift of encouraging, positive, and thoughtful first words? If you'd find value in an additional weekly dose of encouragement, visit reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. That's reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. Or go ahead and text REVIVE, R-E-V-I-V-E, to 33777. And consider subscribing to Revive Your Work in your favorite podcast platform. And give us a like or leave a comment. That means a lot to us. We'll see you next week as we continue our conversation that transcends the blurred lines between our personal and professional lives. 